Welcome back, folks. All right, this is episode number two officially of the shop. And today I'm joined in the shop virtually by our very own coach Mandy. What's going on, coach? Hello, hello. So, Humble Nation, those of you that are new to the podcast thing, just to give you a quick rundown, I got into the podcasting shortly after the shutdown and uh, I put it down for a little bit. And so now I'm picking it back up. And I thought, what better way to do so than to interview Coach Mandy? Um, and so I was like, Mandy, would you want to get on my podcast? Uh, and she was like, I and mean, I was like, no. You know, and uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Here we are. So, <laughs> Coach, uh, tell us. Let's uh, let's let's kind of dive right into this. What's it like going from being a humble member to being a humble coach? With like, what's that? What's that experience like? What's that feel like? Okay, so when I was a member, which I still do participate in classes because I enjoy them very much. So I do still consider myself a member in some forms, but I just, I've gained so much respect for all of the people around me in the room and to now shift to a different role has been um, really awesome because I'm now guiding these people who I have so much respect for through their workouts and uh, taking on a bit of responsibility for helping to make sure that they are getting what they came for. And it feels really good. So what made you, you know, want to jump into the coaching world? Like, what was it that pulled you into to that? Because you went and got certified on your own, right? Um, mm -hmm. you know, like what, what led to that move in your life? Okay. So, uh, one point, uh, before I had started at humble, I was doing CrossFit and I did that for a couple years, about three years. And during that time when I was, I had gotten into strength training and lifting weights, I became passionate about that. And that is when I started to think about that's sort of when the seed was planted in my mind of, is this something I would like to do? Is this something I'd like to lead? Would I like to play a larger role in, in this? But at the time it just didn't really feel like the right fit for me to become a CrossFit coach. And at the time in my life, I just wasn't quite ready to take that step. And then when I had joined Humble and I had committed to going there regularly and I was very consistent and I just became passionate about what was happening there and Humble is what inspired me to want to take the next step to become certified to be a group fitness coach. And I, you know, I wasn't sure I, I didn't know, you know, where we were going to go in that direction if I was going to be a coaching at Humble, but that's what I had wanted. Um, that is what inspired me to want to take the step to actually become certified and, and look into that further. Now, for all you listeners out there, I would love to take credit, 
you know, and be able to say that I found Mandy or I pushed her to to do this. Um, she had come to me after she had already decided that she was going to get certified. And I, you know, for me, it was just like, well, yeah, we'll try it out. We'll see if it's really what you want to do. And, um, you know, which this will lead me right into my next question. Uh, we spent a month roughly training Mandy to be able to coach, to understand all the nuances and how I wanted things to be done. And, and that was a, a obstacle for both of us um, because obviously it was, you know, she's learning something new and I am, you know, trying to train my first employee and, and go through that process. So coach, tell us about the training process and what that was like for you. Uh, you know, just that experience, um, you know, dive into that. And, and, and how, how did you feel throughout that month? <laughs> well, I just, I remember just the feeling of going from being in my spot and, you know, facing the front of the room and just, you know, hearing your voice throughout the workout and following the cues, going from that to circulating the room and watching everybody's movements and, you know, seeing all the things that you were doing that I had no idea that you were doing. Sure. Um, it was just, at first it was very overwhelming. I just... I was very used to coming in and, you know, focusing on myself the entire time I was there. So making that shift from not focusing on myself and focusing on everything else that was going on was really new and a little overwhelming at first. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, but it, but that's, it was good. It was, it was, that's what I had wanted. It was just a lot to take in at first. What would you say? Uh, was the like hardest thing about like coaching when you coached your first class, you know, even just like, <laughs> like when you like, yeah, like when you experienced your first class and you were now responsible for all these people on the floor, like what, what, what was that experience like? Well, the first, the hardest thing was doing the, the demonstration because I just was not used to connecting my words with my movements to explain what exactly everybody should be doing. And so that was just challenging. I was just used to, like I said, focusing on myself and it was all in my mind. So actually getting the words out and being able to explain what's happening, how, when it's happening was challenging for me. Um, and being in the front of the room with the eyes on me was a little nerve wracking. Um, so that was probably one of the harder things. And then from there, just starting to understand, you know, each, the needs of each member and their movements and what I needed to focus on and what I needed to not focus on. So, you know, you helped me through that. Now to help break some things down for the listeners, the way we floor demo, we kind of follow a script. Um, and essentially, with every movement, those of you that actually pay attention to the floor demos, um, and with every movement, there's a foot position, a hand position. There's a start position and a finish position. So when we're demonstrating things like a deadlift, for example, um, you know, we would say feet should be hip width apart. 
we're hinging at the hips, big chest, big butt, right? Like all those things get you to that movement. And then we stand tall, you know, or drive the hips through, squeeze the glutes, whatever the case may be. So when coach was learning how to demo, she was telling you a, a bunch of information that could have been helpful, maybe. However, it was a mouthful. And I was trying to get her to learn those like simple cues because you give those same cues on every movement. And, uh, you know, so we had some frustrating points throughout our training process. Um, you know, we won't, we won't go into detail about how frustrating, but, uh, I, I think, you know, we both got to a point where I had to adjust, you know, I've, I've been doing this for so long. And this is something Mandy said to me during our, our, one of our training sessions, you know, that I forget what it's like to be new at it. You know, so some of the things that you were struggling with, and you can speak on this coach, um, some of the things you were struggling with, I just hadn't struggled with for so long that I forgot that they were real struggles. You know, I think, and as a result of that, I, I'm coming down on you and feeling like, you know, she's not getting it and getting frustrated when in reality, it's not that you weren't getting it. It was, you know, that I was rushing you to get it, you know, or, or pushing you to get it, um, you know, and, and, not being, you know, understanding, um, you know, of what it's like to be learning how to do this. And, uh, you know, and that was a real humbling moment and a, and a major growth point for me. And I, 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 you know, say that just to speak on how valuable, you know, you've been to the gym, to myself, um, you know, and I think people, I hope that everyone appreciates the new energy that you bring to the room, um, you know, because it's, it's important, you know, it was necessary. It was necessary that we, that we added some new energy. I think people get tired of me sometimes. Would you agree? <laughs> I'm not always. No, in the, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not always in the best mood, that. you know? So I, I think, I think people get a little annoyed with me every now and again, you know, I'm not moody coach. Tell the people I'm not, I'm not that moody. <laughs> clear, clear the rumors. <laughs> Let them know, like, he's not that bad. I'm not no. that bad. No, you're not that bad. But he, you were just, you know, that is, it's true. You were just so good at what you were doing, very experienced. And I was so new. And in a past life, I was a teacher. And I'm used to, you know, the patience that comes with teaching someone a new concept. Absolutely. And so it was just that, you know, I just was trying to allow myself this time to process this information. Yeah. And, um, you know, we just had to get on the same page and we did. Yeah. So it's, it's a good thing you bring up patience. This is going to segue uh, into our next segment here. So you're a mom of three um, mm -hmm. and you have now taken this hobby that for a lot of moms is very tough to squeeze in, let alone a mom of three. And now you've taken this hobby and you've turned it into your job. Um, what's that experience been like uh, in terms of, you know, all the, the responsibilities of being a mother? Um, you know, how, how's that experience been for you, you know, through this process? 
Uh, well, I mean, it was, it's a good shift for me personally. It's what I needed, but you know, I've always found that, um, exercise was a great outlet for me as uh, a person before I was a mom, but once I came a mom, it just, it completely became much more of a priority and it, uh, I realized that I really needed to utilize my time really efficiently mm. because now I have these kids that are, they're waiting for me, you know, and I have this family and when I'm going to exercise and I'm going to work out, you know, I'm taking the time away from them and I'm doing it for myself. It's this battle of, you know, I'm doing something that is for myself, but in doing that, I am bettering myself. And when I'm bettering myself, I am a better person at home. Um, so I feel like I'm getting away from the question, but, um, but that's well, kind of where my focus, you know, lies. Sure. Um, you know, what, what's, what's some advice, right. That we could give to, uh, excuse me, that you could give to moms in particular who, you know, I mean, you, you are coaching 11, 12 classes a week. Um, you know, what type of advice could you give to a woman or a, a mother who is maybe trying to get to the gym two times a week? How do you make that time? I feel like, and you know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm speaking from a place of ignorance, but I feel like there's a guilt that moms put on themselves. Yeah, about, absolutely. You know, about making time to go the to the gym, away. you know, to exercise. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and so if you could speak to that, what's some For advice sure. that you would give to these women on how to make some time? And maybe it's not an hour. You know, maybe it's only 15 or 20 minutes that you get. Um, you know, what's, what's some advice you could give to them? Yeah. So, I mean, we've got working moms, we've got moms who are at home, who, who don't work and they're just, they're with their kiddos doing all the stuff that needs to happen with the kiddos during the day. Um, and it is, there's a guilt. There's always that mom guilt that's associated with taking that time out. Like I said, you, you feel like you're being selfish when you're doing it, but what you need to always have on the forefront of your mind is that you know, a, a happier, healthier mom, you know, a happier, healthier person is going to make a, a better mom. And so, you know, you have to make arrangements within, within your own life, find how it can fit in with your life and, you know, talk to your spouse or, you know, talk to whoever can help out with the kiddos. And you just have to make that happen for yourself and like you said, even if it's just two times a week, it's making that a priority, find a goal that you can be consistent with initially. And then, you know, who knows, you can always add on. And that's what I did. I started out going three times a week. I remember back when, you know, I just had my two kids and my youngest was 10 months old when I really decided, okay, it's time I really need to focus on, you know, kind of getting back out there and moving my body in a way, um, I had decided three times a week was attainable. 
And so we worked it out so that that was going to be a priority. We looked at the schedule and we just made it work. And once I started going consistently three times, I realized, okay, this is manageable. Can I, can I fit in one more? And I did. And, you know, and, and that was good. So you just, you have to make the shifts and communicate, reach out, get the help that, that you need just to create this time for yourself and don't feel bad about it. When you first, you know, decided, uh, you know, when you got to that point that you were ready to make uh, health and fitness, you know, a priority or, or even just making time for yourself a priority, um, what form of exercise did you pick up first? Okay, so I mean, and you know, I've always been interested in in exercise and movement. I mean, back in you know my college years, my early twenties, you know, I knew I needed to find movement, um, and some form of cardio was always kind of my go-to. And so, you know, we, I would be on the ellipticals, I would be on the treadmill, I would be on the stair climber. And I always sort of had in my mind, okay, well, I need to do this for like 30 minutes. And if I could do it for even longer, that would be better. You know, so I started just devoting like as much time as I could to look at the numbers on the treadmill and try to, you know, rack them up. So I felt like I had gotten, you know, my goal accomplished and, Eventually, once um, I moved away from my college campus and I didn't have access to a gym, I was outside, I was walking a lot, and I kind of leaned into to running. Um, so that kind of became my thing. It was easy. I didn't really have to think too much. And um, I felt like this is what I could do to just get moving and burn calories. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I did. And so at what point, you know, throughout this journey, two part question here, at what point did you decide to make the shift to a more strength, you know, driven approach would be my first question. And the second question is, uh, you know, what was that transition like? Okay. So I had spent years, I mean, many, many years. So all of my twenties, and early 30s doing focusing on like that cardio aspect of you know I didn't I stayed away from weights if if I lifted weights it was very light I had always heard that you know you don't want to lift too heavy or you'll be bulky or you know sure. you should you should lift light weights and just do lots of reps with light weights and that's kind of what I just I thought I knew so I had done that and then um at one point, so I'd done that for many, many years. And I, you know, I liked doing it. I felt like I was doing something good for myself. You know, mentally, it felt good to kind of clear my mind, go for a run. It was good for lots of reasons. Uh, it got me moving. And, um, but eventually, I just got to a point where I, I felt like I was never, I, physically, I never really got the results that I was hoping for. Um, so, once I, and then I got pregnant and, you know, I, I remained active walking, jogging a little bit throughout that pregnancy, maybe some yoga. Um, and then, and then after I had my first child, I, I never really got back into it. Uh, I quickly had my second 
And after my second child, I realized I need to do something different. I need to do something that is going to teach my body more. Um, I need to do something that's going to change my body composition because this is just not worth it. Like I said, I need the time that I'm going to spend away from my kids. I want it to be worthwhile. And I just felt like what I had been doing just needed to be different. I needed something that was going to be different and that was going to be motivating and that was going to change, um, you know, my body composition. So I knew I needed to find something that was going to push me in a way that I'd never been pushed before. And then that's when I found strength training. That's when I joined CrossFit. And then CrossFit for any individual who has no idea what CrossFit is or what she's referring to. um, CrossFit is a strength focused, high intensity, um, you know, group fitness experience. There are competitions throughout the world. It is a uh, professional sport. Um, uh, So, you know, CrossFit is a very intense Olympic lifting gymnastics um, type of workout experience. Uh, And if you are looking to lift weights a lot heavy, uh, fast, CrossFit is the way to go. Um, And so coach, once you dive into this CrossFit world, do you instantly fall in love with it? Um, Does it take you know, some time to like really buy into this or were you all in and then you just ran with it? So when I started, I was intimidated. Initially I went in, I thought, I don't know what, I really don't know what this is going to come to be, but I'm going to give it a shot. And, um, I, I instantly liked that it was different and that I, I could tell that the work I was doing um, would keep me wanting to come back. And that is when I had a mental shift that happened. And instead of focusing so much on the time I was spending, you know, I, when I was doing all the running, I, I thought, oh, the longer, the better, or, you know, if I can, the longer I'm doing this, the more calories I'm burning. I'm, I was focusing on all of the external factors. And once I started CrossFit and I started lifting the weights and I started working on these skills and focusing on mechanics, I realized that I enjoyed this and that I wanted to work harder. And my, my shift just my focus just completely changed. So instead of focusing on all those other things, I was just focusing on how I was feeling during the workout. And I loved that I was getting stronger. Absolutely. And that kept me going back. And, uh, you know, so um, I'm just going to fill in some of the blanks here. So the COVID happens um, you know, I know prior to COVID, a few ladies have been trying to get you to um, come and try Humble. Uh, and then COVID happens. You know, everyone goes through that process. Hate it. We don't need to talk about it. Uh, and then gyms reopen. And Amanda and Judy are like on you. More so Amanda. 
if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, like, all right, Mandy, like, you know, everybody's got on the COVID-19 pounds. Like, you need to come yeah. try Humble. Um, yeah. And, and so, I had my third baby. All right. And we had the third baby. Okay. So a lot happened in between the end of this CrossFit era for, for Mandy into the, the Humble era. Right. When we first get to Humble and we realize that it is not CrossFit at all, um, talk us through that. I think at the time, was I doing a trial week or was it just one class? No, it was just one class. So you had to try one <laughs> class and then Amanda's heckling you about joining. And um, so you join. Give us that, you know, initial yeah. experience. Okay. So I went in for the one class and I was like, I was hesitant because I just thought like, this just isn't going to be challenging enough. I'm gonna this be is going to suck. That's what yeah, you I'm thought. Like, this is, I'm just going to go because it's, it's close. And my friends, my two friends from different worlds were both telling me to try this place out for like a year. I'm like, fine. All right. I'm going to try it. I'm just going to go try it. It's time. And then I'll go back to CrossFit because so, I'm not going to like it. I want to stop you real quick because I remember Amanda telling me she thinks there's nothing harder than CrossFit. There's nothing better than CrossFit. Like before you, she had got you to commit yeah. to a class. I remember her telling me that. And so when I mm -hmm. found out that you were coming in, I was like, oh, like I went to program and I tried to put the most challenging workout <laughs> together humanly possible. So I just had to throw that in there. I yeah, and I'm like, I just had my, you know, third baby post-COVID, and I'm coming into your workout. So keep going, but know so, that the workout was hard on purpose. Okay, so it was. It was so hard, and I will never forget those stupid slam ball jacks. Uh -huh. and, I and you asked me the other day my favorite slam ball yes. exercise, and I said that was my – I hated that. When, and I, uh, Tuesday's I remember workout, right? them. They were in that workout, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Wednesday. And so Wednesday, all of you, everybody, because listen, I got so many DMs from members about how people like have a pee their pants issue when we do jacks and things overhead. And so I want everyone to know that that movement was in that workout because of Coach Mandy. I knew it. It's Coach Mandy's fault that that was in there. He asked me my favorite. I told him my favorite. And then I and said, then which I one said you hate? And she said that one. I, I said, perfect. That one. That's what's on. And he put it in there. That's what we're going to work on. We always work on things we're bad at. Okay. Anyway, so, I'm interrupting I'm your story. Keep going. First so class. we did those stupid slam ball jacks. And um, and I don't, everything else is a blur. But I do remember the music. I was like, okay, that's, I like that. Yeah, we try <laughs> to have a party, you know, unless you're playing that it girl did. power it stuff. Like it did. <laughs> no girl so, power music. All I remember is like the beginning and the rest is a blur and then the end. And I was like, I remember getting in my car afterwards and being like, wow, like I just got so much done. I have never accomplished so much in 30 minutes in my life. Like that's how I felt. And that that's honestly, I remember the drive home thinking, oh my, I looked at the clock and I was like, that that was amazing. Like I was amazing, incredibly efficient, and it kicked my butt. And like I'm coming back for more because I I want more of that. 
and then I never and then I never looked back I literally well then I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna join and I'm gonna just do the 12 pack because I don't know how this is gonna fit in my life yeah all the and I very quickly ran out of the 12 and was like all right I need the unlimited. Look me. There's nothing. I mean, I, I, there's nothing I love more than when people are like, "Yeah, you know, so I'm just gonna start with the eight, and I'm gonna see." <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh huh, okay, you know." And then they give me that hundred bucks for the eight that they're gonna see about, and they run out of it halfway through. Right. Desmond, what do I need to do to get more classes? Oh, it's gonna, it's here or there, and then I'll just upgrade me. Yeah, I'll just go straight to unlimited. I'm like, yeah, you should have right. started there. I know. But whatever. I know. I know um, you can't. Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't have told me that though in the beginning. No. I just, you know, you need to find out for yourself. So you joined in September, it, October. It was September. Yeah, it was. Well, late August was when I started, and yeah. So late August. Late August. And then by, at what point between joining in late August and coaching your first class in March, mm-hmm. at what point? Did it come to you? Wow, I, w- I would love to coach this. Um, like, what was that come to Jesus moment? That was late, uh, probably October, late October. I thought, you know, this is. Oh, I, just when I started, I knew this was like, this is something special. This is awesome. This is exactly what I've been looking for, but I had no idea. I, I didn't know what I was looking for, you know, until right. I went there. And so I just knew I was hooked. I was passionate about it. I believe in the program and, you know, I was ready for a, a shift professionally to do something um, and I was pulled around October to pursue group fitness because I loved the, I loved the group energy. That's, that's what kept me coming. I can't do this. I just personally cannot do the level of intensity and the work that I do when I'm, then when I'm at home, than when I'm with the group. Right, like we um, talked about that a few days yeah. ago, right? Like even like yeah. you know, if you, if you don't have time to get jump into a class, you know, and you decide you're gonna knock out the class workout on your own, it's not the same. No, um, you know, like I mean, you don't even move the same. Like none of the mm-hmm. exercises are as intense as they are when I'm in a room with 14 others, you yeah. know, and the music is going and everything's yeah. happening. That 30 minutes is so powerful. Yeah. It's so intense. So it yeah, is. and it's not even like it's not. A competitive feel it's just literally it just the energy of the people knowing that there are other people around you trying to work as hard as you are or you know you're trying to work as hard as they are it's just it all comes together and it makes the workout that much more powerful and so that is when I was just inspired I'm like you know I always you know I I recently in the past couple of years had thought this might be something I want to do I never knew where I would want to do it and then once I had kind of found Humble uh, and I got into it and I was seeing the benefits from it and all of that, I just knew this is the direction I wanted to go in. Now, I didn't know if you would want me to go in that direction. So you I, know, like, I don't know. 
I'm going to just do this. And then I'm like, I don't know, maybe he's, you know, maybe this won't work out. And then I don't know what I'll do. I want to still work out there. I still want to go exercise there. Right. So I had no idea, but I just figured I'm just going to get the certification and, and see where it goes. And here we are. Yeah. First humble coach. And we got some, some newbies on the way, uh, you know, as we continue to build the team and, you know, I'm excited. I'm, you know, I, I, we spoke about this the other day uh, with Amanda after class and, you know, just the, uh, impact that you've had on the gym and the, the gym experience and the gym culture. Um, you know, and we truly are, I, I, I think I could say that we are really different. Um, you know, at just how we approach things, um, and our, you know, um, how we handle situations and things of that nature, you know? And so it's, it's, it's been good to, to have that difference in energy, um, around it's 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 done amazing things for the gym um you know so I've obviously said it privately and I'll take the opportunity to say it publicly you know extremely thankful that you believed in what I'm building uh and you believed in it so much so that you wanted to teach it that you wanted to be a part of um selling it um you know and and you know being an ambassador uh, to the brand. So allow me to publicly say thank you, coach, for, for everything that you've done thus far. Um, you know, and I look forward to the future and, and well, the, the great yeah. things we'll accomplish. Thank you. And thanks for giving me that opportunity and for helping me grow and for helping, you know, to mold me to become a coach, which I will continue to grow and, and become better. Um, I appreciate so much everything that Humble has to offer. And it's very easy for me to want to promote it. It's not something that I feel obligated to do. It's not something I feel pressured to do. I truly feel like it is like the best thing I want to tell everybody about it. And I'm so glad that, you know, that I have had uh, people coming and listening so it's very easy for me to want to promote it so thank you for all of that absolutely all right coach here we go we're gonna wrap this thing up and i'm gonna give you an opportunity to ask me a question or two that you think humble nation would would love to hear or know uh you know about the business uh you know about me whatever so you get two questions shoot coach Okay, so one, um, tell us a little bit about, you know, there have been so many changes with, in Humble and it's evolved beautifully. And I want you to tell us a little bit about what your vision is here moving forward. You know, um, it's grown a lot. Um, I always tell people that, like, I, I hate the way it started. Um, and I'm, I'm, we're getting there. You know, my goal when I, when I started this journey was to introduce strength training to women. Um, I understood how important it was. Um, you know, I understood the benefits uh, that women could have if they focused more on strength training and less on cardio. Um, and just from being in the industry for so long, uh, you know, I knew like the, I knew and understood the struggles that women have, um, you know, with their bodies, mothers, you know, especially, 
And I knew that strength training, you know, essentially was the recipe to, to correct that. And so moving forward, you know, that that's our mission um, is to build strong, stronger, uh, more confident, um, you know, women uh, and, you know, to have some of the clientele that we have, uh, you know, if, if you line them up and said, you know, which one of these people would love to lift weights, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd say less than half, less than half of our membership mm-hmm. uh, base would be interested in strength training. And, you know, I'm excited as we get these five foot barbells in because a lot of these women don't know how strong they are. You know, people think, you know, when we're in class that I'm challenging them to lift heavier because I want them to lift heavier. I just want them to try it. But, you know, no, it's not that. They're capable of so much. Um, they just can't see it, you know. And so I, I take it up on myself to try my best to push them to see just how strong they are. And so moving forward, you know, that is what Humble will stand on and will continue to promote uh, that, you know, that we build badass, strong women, um, you know, and, and then those people, I hope, you know, in turn feel better about themselves, you know, after they uh, experience, you know, the, the humble program. Very good. And I also, <laughs> that, well, this kind of leads into my next question, which is what I was going to ask is, what do you want people to know about strength training? That it's the key, you know, um, the health and fitness space is so full of stuff that it can become confusing for people or people will make it, you know, more challenging than it needs to be. Um, you know, strength training is the key to the body that you want. The feeling and look that you desire is within that. You know, the science supports it. And, you know, that's that's the mission. I mean, that's that's what I want people to get out of it. The happiness that that they are longing for, the the self-love that they crave, it's in those weights. And if you pick them up every day and work a little harder every week and challenge yourself a little more every month, you will be living in the skin that you've always desired to live in. And that's the challenge as well, is convincing women that all the other things that you reach for throughout this journey are quick fixes. They're short-lived. And, it, and if you continue that pattern, you'll forever be scratching your head wondering, why am I not seeing the results? Why am I not changing? And the reality is it's in the weights, you know? So, uh, you know, that's what I want people to get, get from it is the key ingredient is right there. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, all you have to do is pick it up. That's it. And you pick it up every day. And the great thing about it is it's a never ending journey but it's a great measurable, right? There's no doubt there. When you step mm-hmm. on the scale in the morning, you could weigh yeah. 132 pounds. If you step on the scale two hours later, you might weigh 128. Mm-hmm. And then another two hours, you know what I mean? That thing fluctuates in the day. Mm-hmm. When you go to deadlift 
a bar and you put 200 pounds on it, either you can lift it or you can't. That's mm-hmm. going to be at 6 a.m., at 10 a.m., and at 7 p.m. Yeah. At the same time, that I can see that. So as I progress and as I, you know, get 180 and then 185 and one that's something I can physically see. Just like when I'm losing weight, I can physically see my body change. And until mm-hmm. we see those physical changes, we can get beat down. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And that can be in terms of weight loss. That takes time. You could show up to the gym every day, bust your butt, and see no result in that 30 days. Nothing mm-hmm. could have changed that you could physically see. It doesn't mean changes didn't occur, but mm-hmm. you can't physically see them. So I try to get people to get away from setting those types of goals and instead setting some athletic-based goals and strength training is a great way to measure that. I can visually see the weight increasing on this bar. And I can see and feel myself lifting it. And mm-hmm. I remember that there was a time that I couldn't. And so that's mm-hmm. how I know that I am getting better. I am becoming fit. I am leaning towards a more healthier life. And you yeah. just do that day in and day out. Strength 100%. training, key ingredient. It is. And that's, and what you just said is exactly what dwarfed the significance of that number on the scale for me. It didn't matter as much to me and, and everything else became more valuable. You guys heard it here first coach. I appreciate you taking the time. You were phenomenal. I can't wait for the members to, to hear your story and your journey. Uh, and what has led you to this point um, in your fitness journey, uh, you know, in your newfound career. Uh, I hope, you know, that you, uh, you know, are around for a very long time to watch Humble uh, grow and blossom. Uh, so thank you for your time. Thank you for everything that you do. I think I speak for all the members when I say that. And this was fun. Thank and- you. I hope uh, that we get lots of feedback. Um, So anyone that's listening to this and you are not a member of Humble, you have not tried a class, but you bother Mandy all the time with questions about it. We want (laughs) to see you. We want to get you you in. You know who you are. Visit Humble365.com. You don't need to go get in shape before you come. No, we get get you in shape. That's the point. Visit the website, fill out the form. Let's get you in and let's start. The changes and everything that you are yearning for are inside the humble walls. I promise you. And we'll have some fun doing it. It's been great, coach. Okay. Appreciate you guys all taking the time to listen. We'll catch you on the next episode in the shop. Peace.